Hello, you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. This is one of our previous episodes from our previous show and feed from Timeless Gaming. But this is our uh, this is actually our new show and our new feed for otakuspirit.com. Um, so just suffice to say, if anything is mentioned in there about Timeless Gaming, that is our old website. So uh, you can now find us at otakuspirit.com. So for all of our anime coverage exclusively, um, it is all there. Our news, reviews, and a podcast link and everything. So be sure to check us out there. We love you. Love you guys. <laughs> Gaming Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And this episode is an anime cast episode where we're going to be discussing and reviewing Wolf Children, which was recently released here in the U.S. And it is quite a show. And we've actually recorded this several times with some issues with hardware, but hopefully this time we'll go through properly. But that's given us the opportunity of really thinking about what we've discussed on it and get it perfect. So... Hopefully you'll enjoy this run-through of the show itself. But starting out with the story itself, uh, it covers a girl named uh, Hana, and she is going to a university, and at some point she runs into this boy who uh, she kind of takes an interest to. Um, He's kind of a sort of feels like an outcast kind of character, but she kind of follows him around. They get to know each other, and they eventually fall in love. Well... At some point, she he reveals to her his secret, which is that he is a last descendant of a bloodline of wolf people. Uh, he has the ability to transform into a wolf um, at call. And in this, they fall in love, of course, still, and have two children. And based off of, you know, kind of things that beyond their control, they get separated and... Uh, she's forced to raise these two children who, in effect, are wolf children as well. And that kind of is the gist of the story. I don't want to get too much into it to avoid spoilers, but it is kind of a... Uh, it would kind of seem like a story about a woman raising two children on her own, but at the same time, it is also about how she deals with the fact that these are essentially wolf children. They can transform into wolves at call, so it adds its own element of... Uh, difficulty at the same time of how she's going to deal with this whole situation. Did I kind of hit all the the chords without hitting spoilers? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, but that, that's that's really in effect of the, the core of the story, but it is, like I said, in that dealing with these, uh, these difficulties, which makes the story so great. This show, um, or this movie, has a lot of... Um, just endearing uh, moments. It, it 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 strives more for the simple perfection than it does actually trying for anything out of the ordinary, extreme. Um, this one 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 point that that I think that needs to be said is honestly, 
this this movie really plays off as a slice of life um with that just one really quirky aspect of the fact that she's dealing with these kids as wolf children uh and i think that 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 adds its own special charm um really you you'll notice it right away as as these kids start to show their their aspects they're overactive i mean one one main character that that me and my brother just absolutely fell in love with just from the pvs was um yuki um she is just off the wall out of control just wonderful um she's just all over the place from 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 the get-go she's she's full of spunk and energy yeah i i I was yeah when we watched the original uh commercial they had for that's where we were like okay this is going to be absolutely great because this character is just absolutely adorable um i do want to hit each one of the characters uh mainly hana because you can't really talk too much about the two children without really getting to spoilers but hana herself was i really enjoyed that they kind of they kind of uh normalized her at the very beginning it did seem kind of slow at the beginning and that was really evident as we watched it the second time which we'll get more into that later um but it did really feel sort of slow at the beginning it didn't seem like it the first time we watched it but when the second time we watched it it is kind of slow at the beginning and i think that was really to kind of ground her as a normal uh you know woman even in the situation she is later here this is this is a woman she's normal um, and then we, they throw in the kind of, if you want to say, sci-fi-ish aspect of the two wolf children. Um, and that's where things kind of get really crazy. But they made such a very endearing character. I almost want to say that uh, Hana herself is the pinnacle of the show. She is the, she shows the most dynamic aspect of uh, character development. And it shows more as she's so determined to to raise these two children to have the choices that they can make in the future. Uh, that was mainly the point that she has a pinnacle point in the show where she finally decides, I want to, I want to make sure these two children have the choice to be wolf or, uh, or human. And that shapes pretty much her entire life as it goes through the story. She is like mom of the century. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> she's I, like super mom on, on crack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause it, at first she's kind of trying to juggle, uh, school with the job and raising the children on her own. And I, like I said, that kind of touches on the whole idea of a woman raising two children on her own, which kind of seems cliche, but at the same time, it's not because, again, the wolf aspect of it. And that kind of shows in her studies as she's trying to figure out, well, how would a wolf be raised or how would a, a child be raised in a situation like this? Or uh, I want to point out, not too much of a spoiler, but there's a certain point in which one of the kids gets sick and she's having to decide, do I take it to a pediatric or do I take it to a, a, a veterinarian kind of thing, which is just hilarious in its own mind. But it, it's true and, it, and it's very solid in that in that recent respect. Yeah. She is awesome. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure. <laughs> um but that, that's kind of the tone of the entire show itself, and that, that gives you kind of an idea of what you're dealing with in this show. Uh, it What I wanted to drive home was when we, we eventually, you know, finished the, watching the show the first time, I really, we really kind of sat there and thought, this is, this is a show that you can't really say you would change anything in it. And I think that's what makes it such a great show is when you stop and go, I, this is, this is 
what it should be. I wouldn't change a single thing in here. And I, I think it's a, a true testimony to what the show is. Yeah, I mean, when we, we sat there at the end and we were like, oh, I wish that there was there was wolf children too. Or yeah. we, we, we want to see so much more of this show. But at the same time, adding adding any more to it would just, I don't think that it could do it. I mean, you can't. It, it's just, it, it was perfect the way it was. Right. And I was kind of, I was kind of liking it to uh, uh, when we did this before. I was liking it to uh, Forrest Gump. If anybody's ever watched Forrest Gump, I'm pretty sure everybody has. I'm not saying that it is Forrest Gump, but what was great about Forrest Gump was that they had the whole aspect of you watched this guy's entire life, and in the end, you just knew everything about him. And that was the same case with Wolf Children, is you kind of follow this entire lifehood of pretty much the entire second half of this woman's life and the entire first half of these children and you were you were kind of pointing out that you, it is what a testimony to these characters most game most shows will kind of go okay here's the first two episodes here's the characters this is why you're gonna like them now like them well this show doesn't really do that it's really doesn't follow archetypes it, right. i mean what and what what he, he was Yuki pointing is out not is a sundere. not not a sundere she's <laughs> she they don't they don't give you archetypes they just say this is the character and then we're going right you know you like it, has, it or not yeah you you're not you're not you're not it doesn't one of the things that i was trying to point out before is archetypes are kind of like um they 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 give you something so you know who that character it's is familiar, it, familiar. You, you you know what a sundete is every time you see a sundete the second that a sundete pops up you just know, know it's a sundete right and you know what kind of character it is you know how they're gonna fit they're gonna work um, a solo stall, you kind of know how they're going to work. They may have little twerks about them, you know, might be a little bit more, uh, a little bit softer side of the Sundete or um, might be a stronger Sundete. No matter how it is, it's generally a Sundete. These characters, the way that the, that that they just kind of played it is, is this is the character, go with it. This is this character, go with it. This is this character. Go with it, and and it didn't didn't focus on learning who the character was. It just went, and and you were just going to learn who they were as you went. One of the n- neat things about how that played out is you naturally fell in love with the character more because as you were as they were growing, they grew as characters as well, and you naturally learned to love them more. And I think that that was just perfectly well done in the way that it did. Well, it was it was great because you like like we said it was it's you're not it's not shoving it down your throat. It's saying here it is, and even in a movie and in the movie itself, the the length of it, you still got to know Hana as such a, a strong and very beautiful character. You got to know Yuki and uh, her transformation as a character. You got to know Ame and how he transferred as a character. And they all had very deep, uh, not really necessarily deep, but uh, believable, dynamic characters. They they grew in the story, and you really felt that they grew in, as characters in the story. Because what you would originally thought they're going to be, they weren't in the end. And, and in the end, is something that you're like, this is even better. I liked how this. I liked how these characters came out in the end. I liked how this concluded. It. Like we said, there's nothing you can really change about it because it just concluded so well, and I, th- I think that's a, I guess, I, I guess a very true testament to the show itself. But we'll move on to there to uh, to animation, and 
then into sound and kind of how all that is present uh, in presentation. Uh, the animation, I, I think when I when I first saw the show, there was a few quirks in it that I didn't particularly care for, and it was very simplistic, but I think you can agree with me. In the end, uh, the simplicity of the animation itself was really its charm. Yes, for sure. The 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 there was a simplistic uh nature to the the lines and the and the the artwork in general and in actuality to me it felt like it added a warmth to the characters which this one of the th- one of the things that you're going to notice really very quickly is it is a warm show it is a heartwarming loving show there's not there's not a it's not a, a a dark undertone. There's there's nothing like that. It's just a simple, um, it, I want to say love story, but it's not a love story. It's just a a, a family, family story. It's a family story. Right. You you just love being a part of this family. I mean, you are invited in, better or worse, this family's house. You 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 actually feel a part. You you feel like. You're sitting here watching Yuki just scream and yeah, yell was, at Mama about <laughs> one of those. One of the best parts of the show was just every now and then they would give you a first person perspective of Hana watching uh, little Yuki walk up and want something, and she's like, "No, you can't." And then Yuki would get upset and just uh, without maybe under control, she would just suddenly bark out as a as a little uh, as a little wolf girl, and it was just fantastically done. I, I like, like you said, I think it really does make you feel like you were in that home with them as they grew up. And again, since it's a family story, you felt part of the family and it was very heartwarming. Uh, the only downside that I would really give to the animation, and I think it was very smooth in that simplicity. I think they did a lot of great smooth animations. Everything feels lively. Uh, there's no still shots. There's no uh, crappy uh, mouth movements without the jaw or anything like that. It, felt, it Everything feels smooth. Uh, but again, the only thing that really... I did not care for was the use of uh, was was use of uh, 3D CG animation, and I will say to their defense though is that they did it very well in that like Chris already told me, told me right afterwards he didn't notice it and the only reason I noticed it was that uh, the only cases where they actually used it was like extras and crowds because so, they're in a busy city at the beginning and anything that wasn't Part of the picture right off the bat was done with CGs, but it was well done because they matched the style. They, whatever style the characters were, they matched it with the CGs. They kind of overlay these uh, uh, elements of art on top of them so that it's not very visually noticeable. But it is noticeable, and I wish they didn't do that. And there was one part that we kind of pointed out where she looks around that corner right in, close to the beginning and she kind of has a little cheek hanging out there, but these are all these are all just little minor things that I can bring up. But at the same time, they're not that big big of a deal. They're just critiques because we have to critique something yeah, about yeah, the show. In all honesty, I mean, these are minor things that that we just kind of noticed as a reviewer. I mean, like I said, the CG thing. I or like you said, the CG thing. I didn't really notice until he had pointed it out. That that cheat that chin thing was just one of those things. It was like, it was while, sadly enough, it was during the beginning when 
you you were kind of like my brother was saying it was more a little bit slow towards the beginning so your 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 brain is kind of idling a little bit mm-hmm. and once it starts picking up you don't notice it anymore at all but even um, then the, that whole cheek thing was that was the only time that actually happened and it's kind of like a fluke like yeah, why did that Get to the end. It's almost like they were still learning how to control things, and they just and (laughs) and didn't fix it. And and it was one of those things that it 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 just was. It was one of those things that was just jarring to me. It and it didn't. I mean, I ended up. I don't even know. Did did you notice it at first? I noticed it it was something uh, that I the trailer. You noticed it in the trailer. Yeah, I noticed it during the show. It was it was, and it wasn't a bad thing. It was just it was, it didn't fit to what was going on at the time um about the worst it was it was one frame out of a two and a half hour movie i think it was so it was like i seen this little bit of uh jittering to her and 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 i seen her chin was off a little bit and it just was kind of like this this doesn't look right and it, it actually was the point in which i went i don't i actually noticed that i didn't like the artwork but that being said, I also I love the artwork. So it was the, that one frame that kind of jarred me. But when it comes down to it, it it was it didn't signify the entire show. So yeah, I almost feel like I, I don't want to mention it. Yeah, just because it, it's just it doesn't it, matter that much. But at the same time, we're supposed to critique whatever we can critique. So that's, yeah, the, we it, have little to critique. Yeah, the, if 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 we're critiquing, critiquing this one part out of the entire show. That says something. Right. It, we're we're looking for minor tidbits, and and to get back onto the praising point of the show itself is there's a lot of very pinnacle points in the show, and this kind of goes in line with sound. Uh, there's a lot of very beautiful moments in the show. Uh, one that I really want to mention is the snow scene, and when you get there, you'll know what know what it is. And they have these. Uh, I've I mentioned it before the animation is so smooth. Uh, every now and then they would have the wolves just run out, and they would just transform into or the kids would run out and they transform into wolf and the and the the transition and they're just running through the forest the the clip shots of them running through the forest the the scenery itself sliding down these snow hills it it with the music and that's about the only point in which i can really point out the music because most of it's just ambience but these particular opponents points the, the the music just cues in and it's so matching what's happening on the screen it kind of reminds me of like the old uh, Disney films where the music just goes and happens with every motion that happens. It's just very well presented and very well choreographed that these are the pinnacle points in which I said, this. I love this show. The, the, so well done kind of stuff. One of the things that I will say is um, when, when, I, when I think of sound, um, I usually, unless a show... Uh, automatically doesn't fit as far as music I will sit there and I will think back on if I noticed the music at all and usually I don't notice it there's there's sometimes where where I can sit back and I can go wow you know the music was um I I usually will say that's fitting um this one is one of those where when when the, the like like my brother's mentioning the snow scene the, the the music built up and added just that extra bit of um, emotion and and I usually attribute it to just the overall scene plus the music is adding that that emotion and I love that and this one I think just did really well 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of points in where I think going back to animation is there's a lot of points in where it really did look like uh, this was something they, like, I think you've mentioned it before, is it something that they they had a story to tell and they just, they presented so well. It's almost like this was their, their pride and joy and they wanted to make sure everything was well done. And there's a few points like the snow scene. There was also the point where there's a, a river involved and just watching the characters in these environments are so well done. I think the water in this particular part was just beautifully meshed with the characters that even though it did kind of have that feel of CG, it, it didn't matter because it was so well integrated that, uh, Oh, definitely. I, I, I felt like a lot of times where I was sitting here watching it, I, I actually felt like these people really, really wanted to tell the story because they really, really truly loved it. And they, they want that that showed through the entire thing. I mean, there was no point in which I went, you know, do they even care? I mean, I I've th- th- it's so rare to see a show where um I I sit here and feel so annoyed by something that I I mean, I honestly sat here and I just sat through the entire movie going wow this is just beautiful i love it and that's and i think that 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 was something that was translated in in the 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 writer wanting to tell this story just wanting to tell this story these voice actors wanting to play these characters um the the little bit of extra time that was taken for the 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 scene that that my brother where they were running through the forest that 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 scene they took the extra time for each one of these trees which you'll notice right away the the trees looked beautiful when they were running through this forest all of these things came together in this just all together well done story well you talked a little bit about uh voice acting so that's our, our last and final thing to touch on um, we watched it again. We watched it at uh, the beginning with Japanese with, uh, with English subtitles. And then we watched it in, uh, English, uh, dub, uh, cause we ended up watching it with, we, we liked it so much. We wanted to show our parents. So we let them watch it in English dub because they're not going to watch it in Japanese with the subtitles. Um, and I, I had no problems with the, uh, the Japanese version. It really felt like each of the characters was fitting to, or each voice was fitting to the characters themselves. Um, a lot of the mo- more emotional points. I think uh, Hana did a gr- uh, the character that did Hana, the voice actor that did Hana w- did a very great job in portraying this mother who was trying to take care of these children and and the hardships she went through. And uh, I absolutely loved the the two children and their characters came out and came to life with their voices. So I really had no problem with the Japanese version. You, you mean the English version? I'm talking about the Japanese version first. Japanese voices. Okay. Japanese version, um, there was at one point, um, overall the show itself, I, I loved the voice acting. Um, there was at one point where Yuki's voice to me, um, my brother has not really confirmed this. And this so is kind I, of the reverse of the whole CG thing. <laughs> it's like, you're going to probably point it out to me and I'll finally notice it. Whereas the backwards, <laughs> this, this case, um, it, at one point, it seemed like just before they got to the older voices, um, Yuki started having this almost a growl to her voice. 
Now, I do not know. It was it was enough for it to stand out to me, and it was kind of jarring to me. Um, I tend to be very, very focused on character points in general. So things like voice acting, things like uh, character uh, designs stand out to me um, more than, than most most things. Um, now, Yuki's voice starting to have a growl. I don't know if it was on purpose. If it was on purpose, I understand why it was done. I don't think it was necessary, but I understand why it was done. If it was not on purpose, that is kind of one of those kind of things that I think that kind of sucks that, that they did that if it was on accident. Um, now English side, English side. Again, we watched this with our parents. So, uh, this is where we kind of started critiquing stuff a little more because it was our second watch through. And that's where we kind of noticed the whole dragging out thing of the beginning, which again has its purpose. Um, but watching it in uh, English dub, I really had no qualms with it. It was, it was one of the rare cases where I can watch through a show in English and not be bothered by it. Now, that said, there are a few points where we've, we've already discussed, I think, before. Of, I think I've made an entire post on it and why I enjoy uh, Japanese with subtitles more than English dub. There's certain points in where they have to do what you have to do with an English dub where you're trying to match lips with dialogue. So they have a character says something, they have to translate it, and they have to word it in a way that it'll match the lip flaps. And I, there was a there was a couple points in where that actually irked me the response that the characters gave in English versus Japanese, and the one that I always want that I want to point out is uh, at some point when uh, Hana is with uh, the 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 wolf guy, which they don't really mention his name. That's why I say that. Uh, at some point, he is mentioning you know here's all these homes and I really want one. I want to have a home for my own, one that I can come home to and. I can I can wash my face off after work. I can I can build a big bookshelf and I can fill it with books and then I can build another bookshelf. And then she turns to him in the Japanese version. She turns to him and says, "And I can be there to welcome uh, to say welcome home," uh, which is a very a very strong wording in my opinion uh, in its 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 uh, context. In the English dub, she responds with. I can live there with you too, if you like. Now, see, to me, that doesn't sound as sincere and as impactful as, in the Japanese respect, I'll be there to say welcome home. That just sounds more, uh, like I said, more strong in context and felt a little more lazy in the English terms. And again, I don't blame what they did because they had to fit that in there. But they probably could have done something to make that feel more inviting in my opinion so again there is in my opinion you can watch either way and be satisfied i don't i wasn't too bothered by the english version i think i was more bothered because i knew what she said in the japanese version to be honest but there was to be to be frankly all you know true to you there was a few points in the english dub that i went it irked me i was like that didn't sound very sincere to me um me and my my opinion, I tend to lean a little bit more purist to Ooh, Japanese. Very purist. <laughs> I am not as He'll bad. walk into the room, I'll be playing something in English dub, and he'll go, oh my gosh, and storm out the room within two seconds. It's like, you didn't even sit here for two seconds to actually hear it. 
I I I am a little bit more purist. I don't I, I don't I don't hate English dubs. I just I I prefer Japanese. That's me. Um, however, in this one, I think it was well done on the English dub side, and that says a lot. I a, do a lot. I do. I do have a little bit of the translation issues that like my brother pointed out that one. And there is another one towards the end that I did think actually surprisingly, I leaned more towards the English dubbing on this one. I actually liked the English dubbing better than I did the Japanese subtitles. Um, mostly because it doesn't explain it a little bit very well. However, the English dub does do it justice and I think that that was an important point that they should have probably brought out a little bit better. So, needless to say, um, I still think the Japanese was better. Um, the English dub makes it a little bit easier to understand. But there is translation issues that I think that there's no real way of getting around them. But I think the English dub was well done. Okay, well, that concludes our review. What, what are you going to give... Wolf children. Ah, uh, seven out of five. Uh, out of five. <laughs> Since we can't go over five, I'm going to say five out of five. Um, yeah, I would give it more points if I could, but uh, as for sake of of continuity with our scores, I'll keep it a five out of five. Um, suffice to say, like we said before, there was really isn't anything here that I can honestly say I would change anything. Everything was just perfectly done and so well presented. I think he agrees. By far, this this there's nothing that can say how how just beautiful and well done this show is. Um, th- this is one of those shows that all I can say is go watch it. It's it's worth it. Um, we bought it for what twenty five thirty bucks, and we easily got that and more out of it. I wish there was a collector's edition because I would so buy that. Okay. Well. That'll conclude for our regular podcast showing of a reviewing of Wolf Children. We're going to do a spoiler cast after everything is concluded. We'll give you a warning uh, for all those that are disappearing at this point uh, to avoid spoilers. We are from timelessgaming.wordpress.com. You can check us out there for all of our news reviews and everything else, including our feeds for this podcast. You can find us on iTunes or Zoom Marketplace, Xbox Marketplace. Um, Please leave us a review on there uh, in iTunes to let us know how we're doing and to help us grow as a show and help others find us. Um, And we thank you all for listening. And if you're leaving, take care. Have a great day. Okay, now that all the people are gone that are afraid of spoilers or don't need to be listening to spoilers. So if you're still here, right away. Um, But on to our spoiler section for the Wolf Children uh, review. Uh, Again, this is for people that have watched the show so we're going to discuss a few things that we couldn't really talk to in the regular review because it would spoil things um <laughs> one thing i want to say before i forget uh as we mentioned we watched this with our parents and uh there is a certain point in the show that actually people got a little controversial over they were saying that there was a furry scene and it got really <laughs> awkward and we were like oh crap there's there's going to be the scene and we, when we watched it the first time watching it through it got to that scene and I'm like okay what are we in store for because Chris already told me people were talking about this really awkward scene yeah. with the guy as a wolf <laughs> and the girl as a, a human of course and it wasn't that 
bad. I mean, it, was, it didn't show anything at all, and it cut off quick, so it didn't get awkward. Yeah, it was like I, I, I was, I was fully expecting to see just furry porn or something. Yeah, it was. I the the way it was taught, I, I overheard them talking about it. Now that be that. That might be that we got a different version, but I seriously doubt it. I mean, yeah, maybe there is an uncut version. <laughs> yeah, I, not that I'm going to go out and hunt it down, but I mean, for Pete's sakes, I mean, these people were were talking about it like it just trailed on for like. I thought it was like going to be like this whole 15 minute scene, and it was like going to be horrid. And I was like, now I'm curious if there is an actual scene. It's going to have me hunting it down. But anyways, what was funny about it was uh, when we watched the dub version with our parents. Uh, it got to that point and I kind of made a comment like, don't worry, it's not going to show anything because I, you know, you're in that mindset of uh, you want them to enjoy the show you're watching, but they also have that mindset of this is anime, they're, they're weird and stuff. Um, and so it has the whole scene where Han is sitting there. <laughs> Leave it to my dad. <laughs> and here comes him in and it says, uh, are you afraid? And she's like, no. And, and he starts getting closer to her and it was like almost that kiss thing going on. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> so I'm like, Oh my gosh. So now I have in my head that whole scene where he comes closer to her. And I have this mental image of him just going at her face with a lick, like, <laughs> like a, like a happy dog. Like, <laughs> thank you. It was just, Oh man, that was just way too hilarious, and I had to share it with y'all because that's just every time I was I was driving home the other day, and I started thinking about it because we were planning on doing a, the, this podcast again, and that just popped in my head, and I just started laughing driving down the road just out loud at this goofy idea of him just licking her in the face like a like a happy dog. <laughs> way too funny. Leave it to my dad. It's just enough said. <laughs> Anyways, we uh, a couple points that we probably want to hit is the development of each character, uh, especially like uh, Yuki and Ame. Um, I want to start off with Yuki. Uh, what was so great about this character was I think the transition for her. It really kind of gave her. Uh, they were trying to set up like she was right off the bat. She was full wolf. She was just everywhere, capturing everything. And you think, man, she's, she's just going to be a really awesome wolf. Um, but kind of like with Ame, she did like a real full 180. And I really enjoyed that aspect of the show. You, you had her going from yeah, being a spun, spunky little wolf, capturing things, just being really good at it, like just like a natural. And then at this certain point in her life, she kind of – you were kind of pointing it as the, the, the idea of wolves themselves. She got to this point where she just kind of wanted to fit in, so she just well, shedded her her whole wolf aspect. And the, and the idea, the, the, what I was actually pointing out was, and it, it 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 looks like a stark contrast when when you when you look at them at the beginning. Um, you have you have Ame as a very very quiet and 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 off to the side, um, very very clingy to mom. And then you have Yuki, who's all over the place, just rambunctious, chewing on everything, just nuts. There is not one point in which Yuki is not all over the place. <laughs> right. Um, and then at the very end, when you get to the very end, you see the stark contrast from, it, and like Andrew was saying, this complete 180. Uh, uh, Ame is... Is 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 going out on his own? He's gonna and, be the pride, gonna be the leader he, yeah. of the forest. And then, and and Yuki is 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 
uh, submissive girl, part of the part of society. Which, in all actuality, although it sounds like they're complete flip one eighty, in actuality, um, alpha male uh, tends to be lone lone wolf, off on his own. He's 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 the pride. He's gonna he's gonna control things. Females in in wolf packs tend to be more submissive, and they want to be a part of the group. And so, in all actuality, although it seems like they flipped 180, it's also an, a, 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 a showing of who they were as wolves. Which is in, which is in contrast for the father himself. He was he was very lonish. Yeah, and so I think it was very very beautifully done. So, in in at the same time as it look it shows a complete flip 180 a stark contrast from their starting points to their end points it was also a very very beautiful way of uh showing them um as wolves so i think i think that was just these simple little things that just show the simplicity and perfection in, in the storytelling yeah i like that that was the part of the 184 ame was it was kind of neat how the beginning he was kind of like I don't want to be a wolf because they're always, you know, the big bad wolf. They're always being chased off by mm-hmm. humans and hated by humans. And there was at that point where he just decided, you know, this is where I belong when he started going out with, with Sensei and uh, all that kind of stuff. I also wanted to point out Hane as a character. We kind of we hit a lot on her during the review, but some of the stuff we couldn't really touch on was really her dealing with certain things. I really enjoyed her willingness to learn both the wolf side and the human side like the books every little detail they they kind of hit on like here's here's a book reading on you know how to raise a child here's a book how to uh how wolves are raised and her going to the wolf at the the well those are those are actually those are actually those are actually those those simple uh plot tools that that uh that that the writer just added in that i thought that was just well well done i mean um, from from the very beginning, when she first found out she was pregnant, you know, she her finding the she 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 was going to go to the the hospital, but she she decided not to. Nope. <laughs> right uh, so she went out and she got a book on on how to do natural birth, which was it was those simple things that 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 uh, that that encapsulated how tough she was. Yeah, well, that and natural birth that doesn't sound very appealing to me. <laughs> that and the fact that it 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 shows um, her. Uh, her inner turmoil as dealing with this, not that she hated this inner turmoil, that she embraced this inner turmoil. Very you know? much embraced it. Um, the the her 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 falling asleep while sitting there holding the softener. I thought that was just perfect. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, showing her as 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 just this woman. Yuki waking her up and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I I th- those simple. Uh, plot devices i just thought were just well done yeah just going realizing that they can't stay there going off into some middle of nowhere and still fighting to learn how to do the crops even though she had no clue what she was doing and i really enjoyed the old man i i thought he was was awesome he was just awesome he just reminded me of like like the grandpa that's just like he he's very stern on how because i mean he sees all these old these youngins coming there and they try for a little bit and they give up and Here's this girl, and he finally realizes that. Well, let's let's test her. Let's see if she really has what it cuts to have what it takes to do this. And he pushed her and pushed her, and she just kept going. And just 
really awesome. I really liked it. And then that, and then that he turned around and and told everybody not to mess with her at that point because he he had yeah. she had gave her the refrigerator, respect, you know? <laughs> gave her the refrigerator and like uh no, he wanted you to have this and she's like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." Yeah, I really That's a cute refrigerator. <laughs> that's a cute refrigerator. Yes, it was. Oh, good. I like the whole yeah, and them tr- like, why are your crops the only ones that weren't messed up? And oh, uh, yeah, I have to go pee. Yuki runs by. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, what's your secret? Oh, nothing. Really. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I, I think we pretty much hit all the points. I really wanted to get out there. Just a great show, and I hope there was everybody one, enjoyed it. There's as much one as more did. that I do want to talk about because we kind of mentioned it in the main the main thing. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, and that is the, uh, at the very end, um, there was a, a a little bit of a, um, I don't want to say a mistranslation, but like, like I said before, the Japanese sub was kind of hinted at it, but it didn't explain it very well. And the, um, English dub did actually do it better. Um, the translation was true to the translation. Don't get me wrong. The subtitle was true to the to the translation. It said um, something to the effect of um, Hana was referring or telling telling uh, asking Ame, "Is there not something that I'm supposed to give you or something like that?" Um, and in the in the English dub, it says, "Am I not supposed to teach you something?" And the problem is is that you can't really translate the words that were in. Um, in the Japanese very well. And I just wanted to, to explain that a little bit. Um, the English subtitles, um, or the, I'm sorry, the Japanese with the English subtitles, it says something like, am I not supposed to give you something, but the words behind it, um, probably were involving, um, life experience. And in the, in the subtitles, it didn't really refer to it very well at all. Um, in the Japanese or in the English uh, dub, it says, "Did I, did I, did I not teach you?" Or well, did I something I'm supposed to teach you? Isn't like there that. something I'm supposed to teach you? And that is actually all in reference to um, life, um, life and life experience. Um, the word, the word behind sensei um, has the kanji life because. They consider teaching as something as far as giving life experience. So, I although I, I, I believe that it was translated in the subs true to the actual Japanese words, I don't think that it reflected that, um, that life experience thing that was portrayed in the English dub very well. So, I, I just wanted to put that out there since this is the spoiler section. And it was the very end. Um, I also think that um, it was a very, very well done close. I, I got teary-eyed right there. Yeah, because it 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 really honestly um, finally told her finally told Anna that you've done a good job. You've you 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 did. successfully raised a daughter who wanted to be a human, and you successfully raised a boy who wanted to be a wolf. And whether you like it or not, it is time for him to go. Like like. Uh, the father ends up coming out and saying he's ready. This is this is him. It's his choice. He's he's ready. And yeah. he runs up that hill and gives out that howl that says, "Here, mom, look at me. I am but, a wolf." Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was so well done because 
at the at the beginning, Ame was really, really slow and really quiet. But when it comes down to it, he had such a significance at the end as far as just putting this entire package and saying it's complete. Mm-hmm. Without Ame, he he was crucial in that in that that standpoint. I still stand by. I would like to had during the cast scrolling. I would have liked to have a really old Hana and have Ame walk in as a as a pride wolf and lay down next to her. But yeah. <laughs> that that pretty much it. We want to conclude right there, and we thank you all for listening to our spoiler section of this. And uh, you all take care. I hope take you care. enjoyed as much as we did. Yes. Why haven't you bought it yet? Quiet.